Hi, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. Hi, my name's Kay. We will be reading from the book Made for This by Jenny Allen. Kay, we are going to talk about a pixel in the picture. Could you read the verse for us? I didn't know what a pixel was at first, but now I know what a pixel is. Oh, yeah? A pixel's like a little teeny tiny piece of the screen in your television. And pixels, yeah, whether oh, yeah. it's yeah. clear or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. When did you find that out? Um, quite a bit later in my life than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Oh, my gosh. I, I think okay. it's your age. So Kay well, walks into my house today, and I've had oh, this little tiny light on my door. This is what she's saying, okay? For like eight months. That's it's what she hilarious. Says. And she just <laughs> noticed it today. <laughs> Yeah. For the first time. <laughs> I think I I think she, I don't know. <laughs> she thinks I'm lying and I just put it up I last like, weekend. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh. You oh. can ask Diana because she actually put it up for oh, me. Dear Lord. Isn't that funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is funny. Oh my goodness. So I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me, from John 6.38. The ultimate visible expression of God's glory on earth is Jesus. How did he live out the reflection of his, father's, of his father here? Jesus followed God's will for him. Concerning the story of God, we have a tremendous responsibility. We are to live out the same call. God has chosen to show himself and his goodness, his glory through us. And like the millions of pixels that together display an image on a TV, haha, every one of our unique callings will display God to our world. Here it is. When we finally got a flat screen TV, my husband set it up only to discover that one of the tens of thousands of pixels was out. One dumb pixel just didn't show up. The entire display was affected. That TV went back. You know, I've never had that issue, thank goodness, but I have heard of when a pixel, it's the clarity, it's how you see it, because it's even on the computer screens too. How many pixels that, yeah, it shows in. Wow. Believe me, I know it feels near ridiculous to live for things we can't see yet. At the base of our souls, each of us needs to figure out whether we are building God's glory or our own. This could be the biggest hurdle we must cross before living our purpose. No matter how magnificent your pixel here, remember... We will only be one brief little light unless we are part of the bigger thing we were made for. Just as a body, the one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being a part of the body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. So that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal 
concern for each other. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. You can look in 1 Corinthians 12, 15, 21, 25, 27, if you want to reflect on that. God built us uniquely, issuing different gifts and stories and places and people, then called us to move as one. So whether our role is to mother or start a business or sponsor a child or sweep a floor or run a bank or to teach little people to read, we don't want to miss it. His spirit will pour us into need. And who are we to judge where and what is the greatest need? This isn't as much about what or where as it is about getting ourselves and just doing it. I want to have faith, a God faith. I want to have a faith God can move through. But dadgummit. That's your word too. (laughs) It is. This is too funny. I am selfish. And so are you. We won't do this perfectly. God overcomes us and our distracted rebel selves with Christ. He is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high from Hebrews 1, 3. Christ in us is our hope for a world we can't yet see. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. It is a joy that we share. His joy was us and our joy is him. It means forever with a God who is entirely good and who chose us in him to become his children. Secure, the rudder that keeps us fixed in our identity in Christ. We leave behind a life spent proving ourselves when we find the freedom of covering our mistakes and our inadequacy with the holiness and power of our Savior. We get to run with confidence, not in ourselves, but in our God. I want Cooper to understand he isn't just made for a purpose. He was placed in this time and space for the greatest imaginable purpose. He will show God to a world that doesn't know him. In his beautiful and unique way, he will bring light to the darkness. He will assemble the pieces of his life, not into a tower for his own name that would only crumble, but for the name of the one God Almighty. That's the hope. That's my prayer. That's the sermon he's going to keep hearing. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see from Hebrews 11. I'll be honest. I have given my life to this story and there are still days I wonder if it's all real. It's okay if you waver sometimes. God holds us in place with him. We don't hold ourselves. Where your faith is weak, pray and ask him for more. My prayer is this. I do believe. Help me to overcome my unbelief from Mark 9.24. Help our unbelief, God. Give us faith that your arrow never ends and that to live as a part of it is the reason we were created. We get to be a part of the story of God, and I want nothing more 
than to run with you. A God who would die for me. We get to be part of giving people God. What would you like our listeners to think about next week, Miss Kay? Okay. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see from Hebrews 11.1. 1. How confident are you that the story of God is real? Explain your answer and how it affects your life. How confident are you that Jesus is your Savior? Explain your answer and how that confidence or absence of it affects your life. How confident are you that God has specific purposes for you in his story? Explain. What difference has that made to you? People think that they have to do something grand to be in God's will. But no, it could be taking a neighbor to the grocery store. Do you know how important that is to God? That is so important. Love is the number one thing that God wants all of us to have for mankind. It's not about having the best of everything, giving the best of everything. That is not what life is about. Life is about love. And we need to love one another. We all have a gift to give something, our time. Our talent. Our talent. Right. Anything. You may not think... That it's anything special, but actually, that is what God calls us to do. That's the number one thing from God. It's love. It is. So, next week, Kay, we're going to talk about your story. Not Kay's story. It's just your story. (laughs) Thank you for stopping by. Have a great week. Thank you.